Welcome to Tech Breakfast, today's top headlines served hot by your host Aaron Bewley and Tyler Gates. So grab your coffee and let's get into it. It's Monday, October 19th. Before we get into it, we've had a big spike in subscribers lately, so welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Just a quick side note, we would love to know what y'all think. Is there anything we should add to the show or make sure we keep doing? Anything we should stop doing? Ping us on Twitter at tech4breakfast, and the four is the number four, or email us at techbreakfastpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from y'all. Russ, Tyler, how y'all doing this morning? I'm doing good. Tyler, how are Barely you hanging on this morning? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I had a bit of a bender last night that came out of nowhere. We set up our fire pit in the backyard. We have cords, I mean cords of wood that the previous owners left around. Uh, it is glorious for burning. But uh, my dad and I stayed up very late last night drinking wine uh, and sitting around that fire. And I'm feeling every bit of that right now. What was this tweet about you guys taking down like four football fields worth of fencing? I did see that. Okay, so I I, don't, I can't remember if I said it here, but I've been saying it a lot. I totally won the neighbor lottery uh, moving into my new house. Uh, kids are like all the same age. Uh, everybody's been really just careful in general. We've got a couple extended family members that are immunocompromised. That's what I mean by careful. So COVID wild, uh, COVID COVID wise, we ended up uh, bubbling mostly for just like social sanity reasons. On top of that, all of us, all all of the guys and and gals for that matter, are we're just doers. So when something needs to be done, we'll just like swarm it. And my neighbor on the east side rented a, a ditch witch, so like a tiny bobcat basically. And he just sent a message and I, I thought he was joking. I didn't realize this was happening like right now, but he rented it because he needed to fix some stuff around uh, a pool that he's repairing to put like a safety fence around because the kids are apt to drive little, uh, um, the little toy four wheelers, what are they? Fisher price, whatchamacallums anyways, uh, into to his ditch of a pool so he's gonna put a fence around it well he got that and he kind of made a joke about removing the gates fence so uh, our did you say our, ditch of a pool that's what yes, i heard his, his, pool, his pool has a major leak so it has no water in it so it's oh, just oh okay. it's um, just a hole and, in the ground i guess and, and he's tried to repair, i guess pools are in the ground yes okay. yes no no absolutely <laughs> i guess yeah, there's no water sorry, empty pool so so it is it's a dangerous uh pit without the water not that they're totally safe with water but yeah i was gonna um, say this is dangerous with water for little kids less of a drowning risk now but still pretty ugly yeah so he's getting a fence up um he got this and we have we had some old sort of disrepair fence around uh part of our property that we have slowly been trying to take down but my fence was just it was buried deep i think the slope of the lot it probably got built up over time too the posts themselves were probably five feet underground. The concrete Eesh. was probably three feet below the surface. And my fence had insane concrete pads to the point that we ended up not ever actually seeing a whole round of concrete. Because no matter how big we made the hole and how hard we pulled on this thing, we couldn't get the whole thing out. So Jeez. I ended up breaking some of these 
posts off. A few of them slid out of their concrete blocks. Yeah, they were crazy. Uh, that fence almost won, but it went really fast because I knocked it over. And then my neighbor on the other side, we have been joking for a while. He had this really long um, horse run fence. I forget what you call it, but the, it's it's solid steel bars with a uh, a steel pipe on the top. I couldn't believe that all the little runners below the top bar were actually, they were probably um, half inch or three quarter inch solid steel rods. So we spent- Why are you guys taking all the fences down? Uh, they were disrepair. They didn't look very good. And it, okay. it's they're behind kind of the house part of our property a good bit. And so it was just impeding like the kids moving between the houses and the view. Okay. So we but decided to you cut their- the people thing. out? Yeah, we don't really worry about that. <laughs> All right, let's get... Okay, that was a fun story time with Tyler. Let's get into uh, the tech news. Did you guys enjoy having the show all to yourself last week? It was no, great. Missed you. Just kidding. What? What? I thought we had agreed. <laughs> you Tyler, actually said that in your, the intro. Fix your brain. You said that in the intro on the Wednesday one, and I actually deleted it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I still edited and posted it, but... Yeah, you're yeah. the worst. It was better without you. There. Good. You had Perfect. to now run it. Edit and post <laughs> that one. <laughs> okay, let's now that we're like five minutes into this and we had this uh, little lovely story here from Tyler, let's get into some tech news. Um, and just a quick reminder I mean, I said it right at the beginning, but, uh, you know, dead serious about it. We really want feedback from y'all. We've watched the users spike up uh, tremendously lately. Do you like having the fun fact stuff at the beginning? Do you like how quickly we move through topics? Um, you know, do we cover great stuff or mediocre stuff? I'm, I'm curious why y'all listen. Honestly, every time I look at the numbers and I'm just like, wow, hundreds of people are listening. Why are to these, you listening to me? These episodes. We need analytics. <laughs> what well, was the same thing when I was creating YouTube videos too, right? Yeah. I, I was just like, gosh, why are people watching this? I mean, I understand why people were watching that one video that got, you know, <laughs> 700,000 views or whatever. Cause you did. It's always, always fun to watch somebody creating their own train wreck. But I'm, I'm just really curious what people are getting out of this because we want to make it better, right? We, we want it to be, we want it to be fun for us, right? That's why we're doing it and we want to share. Um, but we want to make it better. Anyway, hit us up. Russ, what you got, man? Uh, I, since I didn't get to join in in the, the Apple event fun, uh, I did want to bring on <clears throat> one topic. It's it's really two things kind of into one. One is is actually going to start with Xiaomi. They're working on an 80 watt wireless charger. I don't know if you guys use wireless charging, <laughs> but uh, that's a lot. Who, who wants to take a guess as to what the reference is for fast wireless charging right now? At kind of like the top end. I thought it was like oh, 30. Was 30 would high? be a 30 would that's be a really wire. high. That would be a wire. Yeah, fast charger. Oh, really? I was going to say yeah, like up, up to like you can technically have oh, like, like forty five. Yeah, so y'all are pretty close. Ten um, is the highest that I see listed here. I think I've seen an eighteen at least in oh, in, wow. in concept. Yeah, but yeah, so they're jumping from just call it the ten to twenty range to That's eighty, nice. and in wireless charging is is really inefficient. Uh, a lot of people don't like it for environmental reasons, which I can I can understand. Uh, but it's just crazy because if you, like I bought a tab s7 we were talking about it in our chat and you can buy a separate uh, faster charger and that's up to 45 watts and that is a wired charger so the idea dude, that it's jumping up to 80 watt yeah it's nuts dude that's Absolutely like picking nuts. up a health pack in a video game and watching the battery just <laughs> <laughs> do, do either of you use wireless chargers i know i'm about to when i get that I mag safe on that iphone 12 pro max son there you go i got a wireless charger uh on my 
bedside stand and I can just plop it down and, and it charges all night. And then I, I love wireless so you, charging. But do y'all, so what are y'all, what are y'all's thoughts on? Cause the ones y'all have don't have the magnetic piece, right? So do you have to make sure it gets on there perfectly? Yeah. Issues where you wake up and it's like, you didn't set it right. Yes. That totally has happened to me. Yeah. Huh. Not much. I, I, have, uh, I have not had that issue. And and um, it's one of those where it's just oh. an attention thing because if you put it down right, then it, it buzzes and shows you a charging thing. But yeah. once in a while, I will set it down. I'll get that response, but then it doesn't have a good link and it doesn't charge. Russ, I'm not huh. surprised for you, man. Mr. Precision from the three-point line, right? Of course, he's going to lay his phone right on the, <laughs> That's uh, right. the wireless it's, charger. Which it's interesting because you bring this up. I actually say to myself, I... I've never even thought about it not working. I, I have three wireless chargers. Yeah, I have one in my bedroom. I have one at my uh, home office, and I have one at my office that I'm fairly certain still exists in Dallas. And it, I, I don't know. This, I can, I can put back, them on there blind. I feel like, yeah. and, and it goes back to that conversation that comes up every now and then. The three of us are not your average tech users, right? Yeah, I guess listeners that's true. of this show are probably not your average tech users. You have to think about the that's average true. person that, like, they, they maybe not even understand the concept of how this works. Yeah, right? they may not I think understand. The only the way that I would miss it is up. if I didn't put it on it. <laughs> I I don't know. It just <laughs> it just seems stri- like if I just set it next to it, and I'm like, well, it's wireless, so like it should just be charging. I um, that makes me wonder about the 80 watt. Like you just walk by it, and your phone starts. <laughs> you charging. walk by it, and, and it like it it actually shocks you if your phone is in your pocket. How? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. What uh, else that, we well, got that's here? interesting. I did notice that yeah. that uh, that metal whatever it is, magnet thing has other uses too, outside of just wireless charging. Like there's going to be like peripherals and stuff. That yeah. Can go to it. I, I, think, that. I think we'll see that in other That's phones cool. too eventually. So that, that'll yeah. probably be a good thing overall. I love the concept of like the snap on case that way. And then like the snap on wallet on the back and just all that kind of stuff. Just very satisfying. Yeah, I, I, that, uh, I was always impressed with the MagSafe <laughs> connections that were on the old Max. Um, I think that's a really elegant way to align power, obviously, but the number of peripherals, like car mounts and stuff like that, that are already magnetic, like it does open up a lot of possibilities. The fact that it's baked into the phone is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Well, what you know, to like, um, credit cards, though, stuff like that. Right? Yeah. I was going to say hotel keys, but nobody's doing that anymore. I, I stayed in a hotel this weekend, actually, went to the zoo oh, and the aquarium go. in Fort Worth. Hey, so hey. it, it would have been valuable. Uh, but speaking, so that's cool. Wireless charging, cool. Not great for the environment, but cool. Um, Why is it not great for the environment? Uh, because it's it, apparently there. because it's it's fairly inefficient, um, meaning that like oh. so that might be a capable up to eighty watts, and that charger may be pulling eighty watts, but your phone may not be receiving it. Maybe getting fifty of them, so it's wasting thirty. I, I don't know. It's, I haven't oh. I haven't looked into it specifically. Okay. All I know is is that wires are dramatically more efficient, and the more efficient we are with power, the better it is for the environment. Okay. Speaking of charging Which, cables yeah, and the maybe. wire, uh, let's talk about something that's not cool, Apple, and your stupid decision-making paradigm that you work through every year. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. USB-C. Yes, it is so dumb. It's, the fact so that there are tablets, which I own one, charges by USB-C and has since 2018, and their phone doesn't, is absolutely insane, especially whenever they talk about how they're not putting a charger in the case to help the environment. You know what would really help the environment? 
using a standard cable to charge your phone. Yeah. Like, this is insane to me. Imagine, I, I, imagine I can't how much environmental savings there would be if you just didn't buy this year's iPhone. Ooh. <laughs> well, to that point. I, th- I think uh, that's happening really aggressively, by the way. They, they're getting way more orders than they anticipated. <laughs> yep. That's exactly right. To that point, uh, they're seeing, what, twice as many uh, yeah, iPhone I'm 12 sure. orders than iPhone 11? I'm just saying it's garbage Crazy. to stand behind that. I I think they just yeah no I, I yeah we got into that. I think it's I think that's just like don't wash your towels, save the environment, not our laundry budget. Yeah, here it is. iPhone 12 pre-orders twice that of last year's iPhone 11. <laughs> that's awesome. And then their pro demand is much higher than expected. That's everyone cool. wants I do that, that, camera. Uh, that raw photo. Yeah, that camera is impressive. Um, and we're gonna have a guest on what next Monday, and uh, he's gonna get into some of the, um, you know, prosumer and enthusiasts, and maybe even deeper than that in the photography side of things to give us the the lowdown. I think on what uh, the niche community that would really take advantage of those features kind of has to say about it. But uh, I think a lot of people are excited about it, and I get it. I, so many pictures are taken on, on cell phones these days. 99% of pictures I take come from my phone. Um, so having really high quality photos that require very little touch, but then also give you the flexibility to do that, like that that displaces yeah. a lot of old gear. Shoot, the DSLR that I have is so old at this point. When did I buy that? I probably got that in like 2006. Old. I guarantee you that like... Every flagship phone on the market has borderline better uh, sensors than than that camera at this point. Yeah. Lenses, totally different conversation. But uh, yeah, and the camera that's, alone is, that's wild. is more than the cost of a phone. Not to mention the lenses and all that kind of stuff. All right, let's see. I don't want to leave this one out. I'm no, I'm just I'm kind of joking. But I'm curious if y'all have played Microsoft Flight Simulator at all. I saw this. I in haven't. The news. But I read about it all the time. I have not played a, the newest one. Okay. There's a there's a mod somebody built and placed a 200 meter PS5 at Sony headquarters <laughs> and a 200 meter Microsoft Series X Xbox One X X One at uh, Microsoft headquarters in Redmond. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> what do they call it? I don't even know. Like we did a whole show on Xbox Series X. That's what we it's called. Whole, we did a whole show. Did they honor the returns? I kind of want to know. <laughs> Did you say Series 1X? I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, best, nobody knows oh, the real man. answer to that question. Don't pretend like you know. Okay. Um, someone knows here? it because I can't order them. So someone <laughs> managed to get them. They figured it out. So Google Somebody, just, it's, it's one. It's a scalper. You got them all. Google just added a hum to search feature. I don't know if y'all saw that, but you can hum a song. Yeah, that's awesome. Google will use the combination of I did you know, see that. Yeah, whatever. Uh to, to try to figure out what you're talking about. Which that's made me funny. immediately think, you know, coming soon to NBC, some sort of humming contest where Google tries to beat contestants mm-hmm. of guessing what song you're humming. <laughs> I don't know. TV is stupid. It, it's interesting the article I saw said Google will help you figure out that song that's stuck in your head. <laughs> And, yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was awesome. It's, it's funny because Google adds just incredible software features every year to their phone. I'm a, I'm a Google phone user. I use the Pixel. But their hardware is absolute crap. And so it yeah, just it, it drives me crazy that they can't combine like Samsung level hardware with their software features or, or something like that. But they are supposedly working on their own SoC, which quite frankly is not even what I'm worried about. I mean, it'd be great to have the... A series level performance chips in the Android phones, but I'm more just interested in 
the rest of the hardware, like the camera setups. And they're still yeah. using a sensor from 2000, I think, 18 or 17 Jeez. or something that because they do all because they're like, well, we do everything in software. We don't care about the sensor. It's like, but what if you had <laughs> a better sensor and, and you just used your really good software to use a better sensor? It's like, you know, I don't taking know. Taking advantage of technology. Drives me crazy. Yeah. But they do no, cool things not- like this and you can do, um, you can have Google Assistant go on hold for you if you're like waiting for whatever it is. You know, I read about that the other day. Support and stuff like that. Have you taken so advantage of that? software things like this. I don't because usually when I call into anywhere that needs to needs me to wait on hold, they'll just call me back. Yeah, so I, was, I, I don't know say, who's actually going to use. I read it, about but. that feature, but I've never used that feature. It's kind of interesting. Is it is it out yet? I mean, I know it's new. Oh, I don't right? know. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know if it's out or not. I mean, I have the newest version. Um, I know people talk about like updates on Android not being good. Mine's very much so like an iPhone. So the day that they are announced and yeah. released, my phone gets Pixels them are fast. Um, so, but I, I have not, once again, I haven't actually called anywhere that's put me on hold yet. Uh, but if there was one, no one puts that didn't allow a call, you know, a callback feature, I would use it, I think. That's yeah, pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. I, I use I the screen call feature I, all the time. It's My Google Assistant things. screens all sorts of calls <laughs> regularly, yeah, which I love. Cool. Yes. Yeah. I use that on the iPhone as well. Very much just enjoyable. Immediately, it silences unknown. Uh, callers. I just have to remember to turn it off when I know that I'm going to expect a call from somebody that I don't have their number stored. Send me your number first. Well, mine will be mine will actually engage in a conversation with someone. I don't know if does the iPhones what? do that. Yeah, so like I can like for instance, if there's a number that calls me and I don't know what it is, I can click screen call. My Google Assistant will answer it for me and say basically state why you're calling, and then it'll transcribe oh, yeah. it back to me. Yeah, I can do that with my uh, Google number. Yeah, oh, Google okay. Yeah, Google cool. voice number. They'll do that. Yeah. Very cool. All right. What else? Um, I saw something in the news around uh, Clear. You guys remember Clear? Do you remember when we used to go to airports wow. and fly? I, I am a Clear oh, member. Clear. You are a Clear member? I am. That's yeah. weird. You're like yeah, you're the fancy, only person bro. probably. Uh, well, my wife is also a Clear member, so both of us. Dang, there's two. Okay, Actually, a lot okay, of people okay. at SHI are, are Clear members. I, I remember one time, and I, and I hope he's listening to this. Uh, myself and a couple other people from SHI, one of which is Jared, who I think the two of you know, um, we were yeah. going to the airport and we so all got Jared. there around the same time. But uh, I think two or three of us had clear. Jared did not. And he was like, I wonder if clear is any good or if it's worth it. We ended up getting to our terminal like 35 minutes before. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. after that, he's like, yeah, I think this actually makes sense. We should, I should probably do this. I don't know if you yeah, ever yeah. did, but uh, so- I was a fan of it. So the reason I bring them up, uh, they now want to be your whole identity or your whole digital identity, Ooh. right? So Clear's vision for its fingerprint, iris scanning, and facial recognition business goes beyond kiosks and airports or sports arenas. It wants to be a holistic identity verification platform. Interesting. quote in the little article here on, what is this, 10.medium.com uh, by Dave Gershgorn. You are your driver's license, your credit card, your healthcare card, your building access card. What do you think about all that? I like it in the airport. <laughs> I, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think I have a, a strong reaction to... I don't run into a lot of situations like that where I feel like I need things to be sped up. Maybe, maybe if it's more secure, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I honestly am very right? neutral on everything that you just said. Yeah, yeah their whole I, business was airports, right? Now they're yeah, trying to right. pivot. 
and they're saying openly, we want to own your entire digital identity. Right? I don't, I don't group. like that phrasing. That's at not all. a great that, uh, phrase, <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, I, I don't care really. That I mean, they're going to have to buy it from Google, aren't they? The tagline doesn't Google own our digital identity, yeah. right? Yeah, or Facebook. Yeah, one of the two. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't have any any real thought on on how I feel about that. Other than I, I guess I need to understand what it is I'm gaining from leveraging that as a service. Like it's very clear what I gain yeah. using them at an airport or at a sporting event, right. especially for you know we a lot of you know all three of us have TSA PreCheck or Global Entry. Uh, the you know foreign. Uh, I guess flyers or travelers do not have the ability to leverage something like TSA PreCheck in the states, and so mm-hmm. having Clear, which works internationally, is, is very valuable for them whenever they're coming over here. So I think that there's yeah. a lot of benefits to that from an airport perspective. Obviously, their business has been heavily disrupted by so, by COVID, but that you know that's, the, that's what I don't know what I would gain you know, is issue. I think I think what my brain is struggling with right now is that I don't pay anyone to own again terrible tagline i think uh my digital identity right now and clear almost certainly is going to make this a commercial enterprise so they are saying oh, sure. give us your money and we will own your identity it's like well i'm not paying anyone to do that right now and i don't do i have to pay more I, that's kind of what i'm Me. wondering is like what is this service cost and and what what is it that they're doing that is actually going to yeah i i, I want so, to so know more like i am let, curious. yeah let me yeah <laughs> so so time out there for a second let me let me tell you one of the things that they're looking at diversifying into right uh, or they're doing right they're they're actively out there pitching this um th- they created something called health pass in may right so this is after the pandemic started and all that kind of stuff it takes clears the main identity identity verification service it attaches your personal health information to their profile. So now your mm-hmm. digital identity and your health information, right? I don't know how wide that really means. But mm. then the whole concept here is that, where, where is it at? So they, they called this concept, help get America moving again, right? And I'm sure they would you know, move it outside of just the US. But it would be operating through self-administered health quizzes, integrations with COVID testing labs, um, they would allow companies to monitor the health of staff and patrons of office buildings, hotels, restaurants, hospitals, sporting events, airports, of course, right? And only those who were able to prove good health would gain access to these realms of public life, it says in this article here. Is this just With a new being terrible tagline for contact tracing connected to me. that you have to pay for? Because it, it, it sounds like of, contract tracing not, that you have to pay for. It's not, it's not contact tracing. It is... I, I, I prove through this app that I have taken, that I've had negative COVID tests and self-administered health quizzes, which yeah, I weigh that as nothing. Like anybody <laughs> can just click. Yep. I'm fine. Are you healthy? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's allergies. Yep. Sure. It's allergies. Yeah. <laughs> You're coughing uh, up blood. Yeah. Allergies. It's real bad this year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like this would have to integrate into a lot of systems that, uh, I feel like it just makes things a little too connected. It's going to have to, if if it were to be viable, it would have to be yeah. more than just the self assessment health quiz. No, it would yeah, have to be, that's, it would have to tie into my doctor's office or to sure. just whatever. In 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 order to make it useful and accurate, and from that perspective, I feel like, and I don't know why, I don't have a reason for this, but in my <laughs> mind, that's too connected. 
that's just where yeah. my mind goes. Does that I, feel I, I dystopian at all? Like having having feels like it could lead to it. I, to, I, yeah, I think it yeah. opens up a box that maybe we don't want to open. Right, and I feel yeah, like when you do it. open that box, you can't shut it because mm-hmm. once you exactly cause, cause take it beyond take it beyond um, uh, COVID, right? To, to anything else, right? Let's say now people with cancer are banned from this thing for some weird reason. Yeah, because cancer because they're at higher risk of passing out on the roller coaster. I mean, you, sure. can, you can take that out to the ends really fast, right? If yeah. if if your private health inter- information isn't in the same protected state, whether because you signed it away to a private corporation or what have you, there there are call it slippery slope. Maybe maybe it's a little too extreme to consider it, but there are lots of opportunities for someone to say, let me see your, you know, your app prove to me that you're quote healthy enough to do this thing. And because they're private companies that are asking for that information and you're quote volunteering it, they could just say, ah, dude, you can't do this because of X, Y, Z. And they're not, they're not discriminating per se. They're just lowering their liability because you're at a higher risk, which they have the data to support. And and it's just going to be a mess. I think yeah. even more simply than that, it's deeply, deeply personal data. And and with that, I mean, n- look, on this show alone, we have a different story every week. In fact, I have one in front of me about some, you know, data being exposed because yep. people can't protect it. Yeah. And so I, I just feel like <laughs> this would make them the biggest target in the world sure. uh, if, if they had this data on all of their users, regardless if it was only in America or all over the world. I, I just think that mm-hmm. that creates such a level of risk that to be even fair, they're a probably member, a pretty big I don't target. Know how they're probably a pretty big target for the biometric stuff that they do considering I would how imagine they are. lights are too. So yeah. I, I get where they're coming from. And I think, I, I don't know, it's interesting. I kind of want to see where this goes, but my, I'm not jumping you know, out of my skin to line up to yeah. get this service. I mean, uh, what are you saying? Like, uh, they, they, you know, somebody hacks your iris data, right? And then now they own your full digital identity. They've got your fingerprints, your iris. Kind of what, all kinda what kind of I'm stuff. thinking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that. I think that is the risk, right? Especially if it's tied to your health information. And the more we move to telemedicine, I think that opens up a lot. It's a can of worms. Yeah. Weird. I mean, what? Okay. What makes them more able to protect data than say? Instagram, who uh, allegedly <laughs> exposed contact data for up to five million underage users. No bad luck. Wait, what? Instagram. Just yeah, five the, million, though. That's the tiny. EU is investigating Instagram for allegedly exposing the contact data of up to five million underage users. Jeez. Yeah, it's a bad look. Yeah. And just replace for Instagram like is like with under the age of thirteen. Clear. Right? Is that how they? Uh, I don't know how the EU well, classifies underage. Yeah. Uh, mm. But I imagine Question. it's it's probably uh, in the probably sub fifteen for sure. I How did imagine. this happen? Like what, what? I mean, do you have details on it? I mean, I got a, I got an article on it. That's it's from Business Insider. And let's see, the EU is investigating whether Instagram broke data privacy laws after it allegedly exposed the personal data of millions of children. The Telegraph reports uh, it follows a complaint from a U.S. data scientist who last year said that Instagram allowed underage users to publicly display their phone numbers and email addresses by switching to business accounts. Uh, And so it looks like the EU regulators um, are launching two investigations uh, following the complaint. So it doesn't sound like they necessarily had a breach. 
it sounds like what they're maybe allowing people to circumvent it seems like it's fairly easy oh can I, take a pause? Even worse. can I take a pause and say that these like data no. scientists and you know security operations people are kind of the heroes of our generation i've found a number like going through these these uh podcasts i found a number of people that they spend their days investigating and trying to find unlocked databases on the internet and then expose them publicly and say hey or actually yeah. before they expose them publicly they reach out to the company and say lock this down make it happen make it happen make it happen you know yeah and they're doing it freely but there is actually an article i don't think we talked about but uh apple publicly announced some of its uh found vulnerabilities because they hired you know white hat yeah. hacking basically pen testing firm to to go find all the things that were broken and they had a, a it wasn't a super long list, but they had a pretty good list of uh, major vulnerabilities in their uh, iCloud and stuff like that, um, that that were identified by this white hat hacking group, right? So uh, it it's it, I th- I found that article really interesting too because it it was neat to see a company like Apple as big as technically. Uh, you know, as much prowess as they have in the industry, basically saying we don't, we can't do this right. We had to have people come in, figure out what's broken, that kind of stuff. I, I imagine there are a lot of companies that aren't spending, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to have people go find those vulnerabilities. So you would think so. that in the EU they are, because this is going to go up against GDPR, which is going to find them potentially equal to four percent of their revenue, which in wow. Facebook's case appears to be close to three billion dollars. So. I will give uh, the the European Union that some of their fines have been huge, not a slap on the wrist. They have been That's pretty got a big example. dollars. Yeah, so uh, people people are going to have to figure out some of that stuff, uh, or, or that won't be tenable in the long run. But yeah, that's that's really interesting. Also, because it wasn't a breach. That's it was just. Yeah. You it's just like normal wrong, user basically. behavior. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's wild. Well, shoot, I know we've probably got tons of other news, but we got to shut her down. So that brings another Tech Breakfast podcast to a close. Thanks for joining. We had a lot of fun. I am barely awake, and I still enjoyed it. (laughs) Thanks, guys, for being part of my morning. I have fun with this stuff. Thanks, listeners, for being here, too. Give us your feedback. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for sharing with your friends. we got new listeners all the time. Love it. We'd love to hear from you. And as a reminder, we've got a Patreon now. So if you like what we're doing, go support us. Appreciate it. Peace. Later.